Hi everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Business Uncensored. The good, the bad and the ugly. Woohoo! With Team Bevelacqua. I love that term. Team Bevelacqua. Team Bevelacqua. It sounds, rolls off the tongue. It does, doesn't it? It does. Chris and Harry in the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> your, your new local news show. <laughs> so uh, you may have heard um, our last episode last week where we introduced ourselves and talked all about SEO. If you haven't listened to that yet, then... Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Why not? We definitely recommend um, you get a bit of an introduction to us and you'll learn all about SEO, which is brilliant. Yeah. So, but today we are going to do something a little bit different. Um, Ooh, oh, exciting. <laughs> no, don't get too hyped. Um, <laughs> so today, um, so I'm the content writer for Joe. Um, Shock horror. Yeah, I basically live and breathe writing yeah so today just gonna do a little bit of a i don't know q a type yeah we're just gonna chill have a chat about just have content a chat writing. about content and that kind of thing um and also stay tuned for next week because we will be doing um web design web design etc <laughs> so my forte is the writing chris's is web design yeah and we're just gonna have a conversation about it yeah so let's do it so harry uh, how did you get into content writing? How did you get into writing full stop? Because I know you love it outside of work anyway. I do, yeah. Um, yeah, I think writing for me was something that I never really kind of knew that would kind of become one of my paths in life. Like, I was very good at English in school, like, top set kind of thing, like A's and all that kind of stuff. So it's always been... A skill of mine throughout life but yeah never really kind of thought of it as something I'd pursue um and then I've always kind of just written at home like writing is a really good advice for me like personally it's kind of like my own form of validation and helps me kind of process a lot of stuff um and then it's just great to kind of be able to do that as a job as well um you're a big fan of music as well I like am writing your own music yeah and stuff. yeah definitely so originally, before I got this job, I was looking at digital marketing roles until you took mine. All right, right. <laughs> we, we covered this last one. We did. Last episode. Yeah. Um, but I saw the content writer role here, and I thought that's really interesting. Never really thought to do writing as a job. But here we are. We are here. And I love it. I do love to write. I write here in my spare time. I write music. It's just kind of live and breathe it. Is. Yeah, you can tell you're passionate about it as well, especially when you like you get your head down and just like bang out a load of writing. Yeah, it's always so such beautifully written pieces as well. I think. Stop gushing. I mean, me. I'm not the best at English, but in my <laughs> personal opinion, they're very good. Thank you. Thanks. What What do you think is the most important thing that like to remember or consider when writing content? So, from a business perspective, <coughs> I would say. Um, one of the most important things for me at least, and I would try and tell other people too, is to have a really good idea of the kind of thing you want to achieve from what you're writing. So whether it's like a blog post, which I do a lot of, or social media, I always try and think like, what's the end goal of the piece? Like, what am I trying to educate someone on? What am I trying to inspire someone to do? Am I trying to get someone to buy something, to sign up for something? Am I trying to increase engagement am I trying to start a conversation about something yeah and I think having that goal before you get started because sometimes with writing it's really hard to get started 
like once I'm in it, I'm in it, but it's kind of hard sometimes to get the ball rolling. But having that goal is a really great starting point and a good sense of direction. And I can kind of think like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. What kind of points do I need to hit to achieve that? Yeah, I think that's something that I really struggle with, mm. with writing, which is why I'm not the content writer. <laughs> um, it's just planning it. I think I go I go into writing completely blind and don't actually ever think of yeah. a good starting point. And I think having that, knowing where to go with it is really important because it creates the peace yeah, in, its, in it itself. Does. Yeah, I think as well, something that I used to struggle with um, sort of in the earlier days of this job was knowing when to stop writing because that's interesting yeah because some days i'm very much a perfectionist like i would just stare at my work and be like this needs to be better and i'd spend way too much time on it but no me and joe talked about it and she said like time block it like think how long is it going to take you and kind of i kind of now set myself a bit of a time limit for it so yeah. as long as i've achieved my goal um, and it's full of value and, you know, helps the reader, then I can kind of stop at a certain point rather than kind of obsessing over my work, because I think a lot of us do. I know you do, Chris. Oh, yeah, I completely obsess over my work. Yeah, so I just think it's really good to um, kind of be aware of that and kind of give yourself a bit of a cut-off point, because, as we say, done is better than perfect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I can preach that all day, but <laughs> I never seem to listen to no, myself. we're all guilty, we're all guilty. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's definitely something that I would try and encourage others to do just yeah that makes sense identify that goal yeah so what are the main areas of content writing oh my god there is so much to do with content <laughs> writing and everything like not even just from a business perspective but like in general life but in your business you've got your social media posts you have your blog posts you have your website copy you have your emails um you have like your press your PR literally everything and then day-to-day -day life like words are everywhere like it literally oh, yeah. blows my mind like a text message that's writing <laughs> like do you know what i mean like yeah. words on your phone like billboards advertisements like it is literally everywhere um so there's so many different parts to content writing that but i think there's the same kind of set of not like a structure but there's very similar aspects that go into all of them but I think each one of them would probably have different goals, maybe. Oh yeah, 100%, like a billboard might be selling you something, but a text message might be like inviting you somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But say for example, like a social media post and an email from your, like an email marketing, email from, for your email list. Um, there's a lot of emails in there. There's a lot of emails there, yeah. It could be the same post, but I would write the email slightly more personal because oh yeah do you know what i mean so because of social media i'm talking to a wider audience so mm -hmm. it's kind of a bit broader but i guess in terms of social media you can cold convert yeah this email list they've signed up to be part of your email exactly. list yeah i get yeah I get and you have to have that personal aspect um on social media as well particularly if it's sort of within your brand and things like that um it really does help but i think sort of from an email perspective it's good to have that kind of more personal touch too because you have already a more nurtured relationship with that potential yeah. client so it just it varies but content is literally everywhere it's it's just mind-blowing like I'm looking at words right now all over the <laughs> room everywhere <laughs> so you've got quite a kind of a wide range of where you write like yes. social media email 
marketing, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. How do you know how to tailor your content? Like what sort of, what kind of content? How do you know what kind of content to write? Yeah, I think the main thing about that is just having a really strong understanding of your target audience. Because people think a lot of target audience is just for like your sales and things like that. But like I said, content is everywhere. Content goes into every single thing you do. Like, So it's just so important to have that solid knowledge of who your target audience is. So thinking about like, like who they are, what their needs are, what their pain points are. And like the thing is with target audience is that it's always changing. Like you might have a set of a particular group of people or a particular type of people with certain behaviors that you want to work with or sell to. But at the end of the day, people's buying habits always change. And it, it's possible that the group of people that you want to work with their buying habits change too. What they need changes. So it's about sort of regularly reevaluating that and, you know, just being being aware of the ever changing habits of people online and offline and yeah. sort of thing. And then, you know, knowing what their pain points are and that kind of thing, you can start to really target those in your content. Yeah, and I think we touched on this last week that people want things immediately at the moment yeah their attention spans are ever plummeting they are and i think getting would you say like getting to the point in your content but also nurturing that relationship is like super important yeah definitely i think i think there's a good it's good to have a good mix so for example again it depends on your target audience so you might have a few different posts or emails that are very straight into the straight to the point like a kind of a blatant sale almost yeah that's like this is your problem, this is what we offer, here's the solution, mm -hmm. like straight up. But then sometimes it's good to have a story behind it and connect more personally, um, which is just good anyway. But I think... On like a weekend or something. Yeah. When people are looking at their phones more often. Yeah, and I find sort of like a Sunday evening is a good time for a very sort of story-based personal post because... Sunday evening is kind of a bit of a reflection time. People are kind of thinking about their past week, maybe thinking about what they're doing for the following week. Um, and I think it's a good kind of time to hit um, hit the right spots with your audience and just kind of bring that more personal touch to get them to sort of relate to you more. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah, because even, even me, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the target audience that we reach because obviously I'm not a business owner. Yeah. But um, even me, I sit on like the sofa at like 7, 8 p.m. on a Sunday, chilling out, scrolling in my phone. Mm -hmm. And I all, I seem to read more on a Sunday afternoon yeah. than I ever do during the week. And I think that's another thing with it. I think, well, again, it depends on your target audience. Everything depends yeah. on your audience <laughs> but um, and the nature of your business too, for that fact. But also... You know, on say like a, a Thursday, I get home from work, I'm knackered. I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. sit and read loads. I'll probably just go to bed or just scroll <laughs> through TikTok or something. Um, but Sunday evening tends to be a much quieter day. Like people probably just relaxing in the evening. Before work on the Monday. Exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're gonna take a bit more time to kind of sit and digest what you're saying. So it's definitely about thinking you know, who you want to hit, what their pain points are, when they're going to be around, what's the best time to kind of connect with them. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of different factors that go into it. That makes a lot of sense. So clearly, clearly you're passionate about what you do. Yeah. Like, you guys can't see, but he's just beaming <laughs> this whole time. 
how anyone could love writing is beyond me because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a writer. But clearly you're you're passionate about your work. You yeah. love to write. What do you love most about content writing? I just love it. Like <laughs> I know that's not an answer. Like it is, but I think... Um, or just writing in general. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, personally, writing has always been a really good vice for me. I'm not going to get all deep and personal on this podcast <laughs> because... This is for the time and place. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I find it's really, really great to be able to get my feelings down onto paper, particularly sometimes I struggle with that. So to be able to kind of see it in front of me is a really great way to be able to identify certain things. And it's just fun as well. Like I write poetry. I write a lot of kind of like, I call them like brain excerpts. <laughs> What the hell is a brain excerpt? So, like, I'll just be thinking about something. I'll just have this huge, like, urge to write. And then, oh, like brain dumping yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, but these words just flow out of my brain, um, and I end up with something. Songwriting, I just love it. I've done music since I was... I mean, I've played piano since I was, like, seven, probably. <laughs> like, years and years, although I haven't played for years. <laughs> but I still can. Um, and then, from a work perspective, I think... It's just really interesting to learn about other industries. I mean, I've worked in this industry now for a year and a half, nearly two years. So, you know, I know a lot about it, but the thing is there's always more to learn. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, doing a lot of blogging for the other clients. So I do blog writing for like a travel agent and a VA, and I've done um, blogs for sort of product-based businesses too. And I find it really, really interesting to learn about other industries and kind of what goes on within that because... You know, you kind of see particular things. A lot of people don't really think about what goes behind it um, and kind of what makes up, you know, a whole industry and what kind of different, I don't know, kind of like... Different perspectives. Yeah, different perspectives and like different branches of that certain thing. So it's really, really interesting to dive into that. And I just love it. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Absolutely (laughs) beaming from it. So you mentioned that you do um, blogs for other people, other businesses. Mm -hmm. What benefits does good, solid content have from a business perspective? Oh my God, I could just, I mean, I've pretty much said it already. It's (laughs) just like content is everything. It just goes into everything that you do. Even your designs, most of them have content on them. Oh yeah. Like like my job could not function without yours. Exactly. And vice versa. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Just for the record, I cannot design anything. (laughs) I've seen some designs that Harry has attempted to do in there. I just They're can't. okay. Yeah, I just can't. But this is the thing. This is why we say that we work so well together. Yeah. We're like salt and pepper, man. Like, <laughs> I, c- I can't really do mine as well without yours, and you can't do yours as well without mine. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's a really good team there. I think good content, it, not just, it doesn't just show the passion behind the brand. I think it also shows that, like, even from a website point of view going back to our last week's mm. episode i think it shows that this like this is what you're talking about yeah especially with like google and its algorithms and stuff you're gonna be showing your users that this is what you're all about 100 percent. and i think you can look at it from both perspectives i mean from sort of a more technical perspective like you say it's about you, your um, search engines and like ranking higher which obviously is better for growing your audience and getting more conversions and getting more clicks and things things like that but then from a more personal consumer perspective you are at the end of the day what we all want to do you are 
adding value for your audience, you're solving the problems, you are answering the questions that they desperately need the answers to. And I think that's a really great thing to be able to do. So on the topic of blogging and writing blogs, what would your top tips be for if people mm. wanted to get into writing their own blog posts? Yeah, um, I think the first tip, again, like I said earlier, would be to have that goal in mind because it's it's good to have it with any content that you write, but particularly with blogs because they can be a lot longer. Um, it's a really great way to just have that good sense of direction, kind of know where you're going with the piece. I found in the past when I don't have that goal, I'm kind of just blah, 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 blowing <laughs> words onto Sorry, what? <laughs> just kind of spewing words onto the page with no real direction. Um, and then I think I read it. I, I used to read it back after and be like, what am I talking about? Like, <laughs> this doesn't go with this. This doesn't go with this. Like, I've kind of just got off on a tangent. So over the time, I've learned that just keeping that aim and that awareness in mind is um, sort of one of the best things you can do. And then I would also say one of my favorite tips and one of my favorite things to do is to write first and edit later. And oh. this this kind of comes back to the whole not knowing when to stop type thing. Because I used to be so obsessed with making everything I write sound so fancy and sound so sexy and stuff. Really, it just needs to be there and make sense. Yeah. Someone said to me recently, your copy needs to be easy enough for a six-year-old to understand. And I thought, I'm gonna keep that in mind. <laughs> That's great. So I found that um, writing first and just not worrying about necessarily what it sounds like yet what it looks like yet and and obviously thinking about what you're saying but I try and get everything down first almost like a little brain dump finish it and then I go back through after and I make the edits I change certain words I change the sentence structure a little bit and I find a it saves time honestly and it's it's a really great thing um that I try and do with all my work yeah and um number three I would say and this seems to be all about planning is um really think about the structure of what you're writing and I think we touched upon structure in our last episode yeah. last week with the SEO stuff um, but again I will plan out the blogs and we do actually have a blog template uh, worksheet that gets given out at some of our SEO workshops and I find that I will plan out the structure so I'll think about um, you know my introduction what I want to not necessarily just like a start middle and an end I mean, that's my template. Well, it's just a start, middle, and end. Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, so the beginning, like what points I kind of want to hit in the beginning. And then I think about, um, I kind of will just bullet point all of the points that I want to hit. So say it's like a five tips or like ideas or just certain sections that I know I want to hit. I will just bullet point them first and then um, just kind of write some bullet points at the end of what I want to cover at the end. So, kind of sum it all up in a conclusion type yeah, thing. Yeah, and then make sure to have a call to action too as well, of course. Um, so I just think that planning out the structure of your blog first, again, gives you that sense of direction um, and just helps you, kind of gives you that confidence that you are hitting everything that you want to say. Like, I like to try and do things off the whim, but if I make notes first, I know that I'm talking about the important things too. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's... that's one thing that I struggle with is just structure. Like yeah. I said, my template is start, middle, and end. <laughs> because, I, yeah, I just, I, like probably a lot of other people, I struggle with the planning. I struggle with what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I think it is quite a hard thing to do. But 
when you've got such a good grasp of it, grasp of it like you do. <laughs> Thanks. Big smiles. Um, I think you could probably do it with your eyes closed now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could tie it with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be like, blah, 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 blah. Tie it with your eyes closed. I'll give it a go. So you say that blog writing is super important, like for a website. Yeah. But do you think with like the rise of TikTok and Instagram reels, that long form content is being phased out? See, yes and no. Because I think that, you know, TikToks and reels and short form content is, of course, it's hugely favored by algorithms these days. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of all that anyone sees. Um, And a a lot of the time it's all that anyone wants to watch. Do you think we get quite a lot of it? Yeah, I think it's just everywhere. Like, I scroll through Instagram and all I see is reels at the moment. Like, I don't even see posts from the people that I follow anymore. Wow. Like, it's just it's just reel after reel after reel. But that's kind of something that you can't control. You kind of have to, if it's right for your business, adapt with the, the times. times. You know, yeah. we we post more reels these days, don't we? Um, because it's, it's just what's being favoured. And, you know it still works for our business. We still get to add a lot of value through yeah. that thing that's being favoured. But that being said, I don't think it should discredit blogs at all or I don't think they're phasing out because I think it was something like 77% of all internet users still read blogs. Wow. Like, that's still a big statistic. And at the end of the day, I think that a lot of long-form content like blogs goes into a lot more depth than short-form content does. Yeah. And yes, short-form content is very straight to the point and bang, 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 but I just love a blog. Like, you just can't go wrong. It's just like all the answers are in one place. And I think particularly it would be more so of an issue if you're specifically targeting at sort of teenagers. Like, yeah. if you were selling certain products that your target audience was a teenager, you'd want to be on TikTok and stuff. But, you know, if you've got an audience that say I don't know everyone's on TikTok these days but oh, not yeah. necessarily <laughs> just a teenager they are still going to be using Google like I still use Google I still read articles to find my answers yeah like I don't think in any way it's being phased out I just think that social media are favoring I mean I still think that in a way this might be a personal opinion but I think TikTok profiles are still long form content mm-hmm because if you've got one product that you're selling consistently over a long period of time, you're still talking about that same product for That's a true. long time. Yeah. So like there's this TikTok account that only sells like specific scrunchies, but they consistently talk about it. Yeah. So in a way it's still long term long form content. Yeah, that is a really good point. And I think yeah, that is very true. I I think um yeah, no, you're right. I just think <laughs> <laughs> you're so right. I just think that the videos ob- obviously are much easier to consume, um, particularly for younger people. Like especially when there's someone telling um, a story on TikTok. They have like those story times, don't they? Yeah. People consistently ask like part twos, mm-hmm. part threes. So they're still kind of wanting the depth of a blog, like in a way. They're yeah. still wanting the depth of information of a blog but wanting it in, like, six, ten-second videos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's really interesting, to be fair, to look at it like that, because, again, like you say, I think it's still achieving the same thing, just in a different format. Yeah, it's so, like people have just, like, switched formats completely. But it's almost as if it's long-form content, but 
it's short form content that makes long form content. Yeah, it is a little strange. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Never thought of it that way no, until just now. No, you've opened my eyes a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when you struggle to think of content? Because like, I I would run out of ideas after like 10 blogs. Yeah. Like how, how do you think of all that content? I mean, trust me, <laughs> it is hard sometimes. Sometimes I'm sat there staring at my computer screen like, oh my God, <laughs> what do I write about? Um, but honestly, I think the biggest thing for me, and I actually have a little list of prompt questions on my corkboard that I put up the other day. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I love I love corkboard. <laughs> um, and it's just a few kind of, que- they're not, not, not prompts, but it's more so kind of reminders. And they're kind of something like, um, what can I talk to my audience about today? Like what problems do my audience have that I can solve today? How can I inspire my audience today? And it's those kind of questions that aren't necessarily specific, but you know, they get my cogs turning. If I see how can I inspire my audience today, I think, oh, okay, well, you know, we talk about this, that, and the other. We talk about, you know, done is better than perfect, um, indecision is a decision, all those kind of things that are quite inspiring and motivating. And I think I can base some content around that. If I think about their pain points, I think, okay, I've seen a lot of people talking about this particular thing in the community recently. I've seen a lot of comments about this. I've had conversations about this these are things I can write about because I know that's what people are struggling with and we offer the solution for that. And I think from a podcast point of view as well, it's it's tough, um, but I listen to other podcasts. That's a lot of my main source of inspiration. Before, before I didn't listen to any podcasts and I was like, how do people do this? Oh, I listen to podcasts all the time now. Yeah, and then I started and I was like, not stealing the ideas, obviously, but... No, but it kind of gets your, your juices flowing, Yeah, it does. It? And there's just certain, maybe one-liners or certain words or certain phrases that someone will say in a podcast, and I think... That's it. That's just giving me a light bulb, and, oh, and here comes an episode, you know what I mean? So I think it's about thinking about your audience and how you can help them, mostly, but also getting inspiration from other places. Like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to have all the answers and have all the ideas because we're not made like that. Get inspiration from other places, like from reading, from podcasts, from music, from literally inspiration is everywhere. So. Yeah, I think inspiration can come from anywhere in any format. Absolutely. I mean, I could look at a chair and be like, <laughs> that's a cool chair, I've got an idea. Yeah, because like you end up wanting to know how that chair was made yeah. or what inspiration they took to create the chair, I think. You're right, you can take inspiration from absolutely anywhere. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's great about the internet because it's basically delivered to you on a platter. Exactly. And I, I wouldn't write about a chair for this business. I wouldn't say, clearly, hey, business owners, this is a chair. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you're in a chair making business. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Clearly. But my point is, it's everywhere. Get inspiration from other places. Oh, that's brilliant. So, building on that, this could be a reiteration of what you've already said but what is the one piece of advice you would give to someone who is just starting to write like just starting out Mm -hmm. I would say stop putting that pressure on yourself to be the most perfect writer in the world like I still do it and it's bad but I think when I was first starting out, I found myself being like, oh, this isn't very good. This could be so much better, but you only know what you know. You know, I wasn't, I didn't really have any experience in content writing and, and I've grown masses since then. So 
if writing something that you struggle with or you've not really done before or it's just something that you've not really considered but it's what you want to start writing you just need to start somewhere like you can't expect to be good at something from the first try i used to do something and not be very good and then be like okay i'm done i'm not gonna do it again <laughs> yeah but it takes it takes practice it takes perseverance like you have to put the graft in to be good at something so i would say inspirational moment guys um <laughs> stop putting so much damn pressure on yourself because you'll get there in the end and just just do what feels right um and write your heart out babes <laughs> <laughs> write your heart do what i'm you want. inspired thank you so I'm yeah i'm gonna go home and write some stuff now do it main point that's amazing don't put too much pressure on yourself that's it that's it that's it that's it Coming from a blog writer himself, me. content writer himself. I'm doing the little hand thing under my chin. You can't see me. <laughs> He's been beaming this whole episode. I just love it. I love it. Plus, filming this podcast is super fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought I would absolutely hate it. <laughs> but now I'm like, I want to do everything. Yeah. I want to be talking on the microphone all the time. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Team Bevelacqua podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um if you loved this episode if you found it helpful if you gained anything from it if you got some inspiration or sparked up a little conversation in your head please do reach out let us know what you thought um rate and review the podcast on whatever you're listening on because we really appreciate any reviews absolutely um and yeah anything else to say uh tune in next week for the uh better employee <laughs> <laughs> to talk about web design <laughs> i would have to agree there <laughs> okay see you next week thanks bye, bye. <laughs>